rise and shine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, friends. You are waking up with Rick and Carly. Powered by Bymart. The show starts now. Uh, starting the show off with me losing my man card again. Again? Yes, again. This does happen a lot. How often would you say I lose my man card, Carly? Probably once a week. That's that's, that's probably accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what happened. Yesterday, I moisturized all day. I'm actually very proud of you for that. I know you are. I've I been knew you'd trying like that. to talk you into moisturizing uh, it, for a long time. It doesn't seem like the manly thing to do. And, I know, but doesn't your skin feel like it's alive yeah, again? Yeah, yeah. I not only did I moisturize yesterday, Carly. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to admit this, I liked it. I know. <laughs> I How liked could it. you not like it? Because you went from having like alligator skin yeah, to just yeah. nice, soft, supple skin. But once I started, I couldn't stop. You know what I'm going to talk you into next? What exfoliating? <laughs> what What is that again? Just what, scraping off all the dead yes. skin. Yes. Yeah. Use like a nice sugar scrub. Let's maybe. take one step at a time, okay? okay. One t- I mean, it feels like being a greased up pig, but in the best way. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it I'm does. I'm going to grease myself up every day. Good. So. Man card gone. So proud of you. You're proud. <laughs> I should just become a woman. I think you'd be very proud oh, of me. Oh, no. What is the lamest award you have ever won in your <sighs> entire life? Think about that for a second. Oh, I know. You do. I was playing youth basketball when I was probably about 10, and I won an award for trying the hardest to make a basket. <laughs> that was that was the award. Yes, even though I never made a basket, I tried uh, the oh, hardest to make a basket. It's kind of like one of those participation ribbons that you get, right? I was really proud. Oh, you liked the award then? I did. Some people would prefer not to have these types of awards. Mm. I remember coaching a... a a little girls soccer team. Yeah. We uh and, and this was a competitive team. So it's not like uh yeah, everybody plays the same amount or we were trying no. to win all okay. the time, okay? We were in this soccer tournament and we got a trophy for 7th place. Oh. And there was 8 teams in the tournament. You got a trophy for that? <laughs> we got a trophy. Wow. And I did not like that trophy. No, I bet Nor you did didn't. the girls. The girls no. were it was just like a constant reminder. Mm-hmm. You're 7th. Yeah, we did not do a very good job. Mm. Anyways, we've got some of the lame awards our listeners posted on the Rick and Carly Facebook page. Are you ready, Carly? Yes. Cash? Justin Bollinger says being stupid in a no stupid zone hmm. issued by rookie police officer. His name's Clint Snow. Okay. I don't know if that was a friend There's of no, his. Or. There isn't a no <laughs> stupid zone. I think they were friends. He pulled them oh, over and okay. says, I'm uh, I'm giving you the uh, stupid ticket yeah, right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Josh Wilkes, our buddy Josh. Yeah. Uh, best second string practice squad player. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Do you a even, lot. Can no. you comprehend that? No. So in football, you got first string. Those are the starters. Those are oh, the people okay. that play. Mm-hmm. Second string, you're kind of the backups. Yeah. Okay. So he got an award for the best second string, the backup, people that don't make it onto the mm-hmm. field, practice squad player. Oh, so boy. not even the, he wasn't even in the games. Good yeah, job, that's Josh. That's a lame award. 
Diane Jackson says, my stepson won first place in the belching contest in oh, high school. Oh, gosh. I didn't even know they had that contest. That is terrible. You know, uh, high school reminds me, I did win uh, an award once in a dance-off. Which no. you would never think in a million years that I would win no. a dance off. Wow! But I pulled out all of these like moves from the seventies, uh-huh. and I won a boombox. Is it the moves you still use the yes. that thing yep. and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the rope and yeah. all that? Where I did all th- that. You did all that stuff. I did, and I won. And I won. Wow! Uh, Deb Skalecki says uh, double Dutch jump roping contest at our grade school summer Ooh, program. Yes. That seems okay. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. When you're a kid, those are those are awards that you're proud of, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Krug says uh, the award that I've won is top fan for the Rick and Carly Facebook oh, page. <laughs> look at you buttering us up. <laughs> I like that. It's a lame award, is what he's saying, though. Oh, right. Yeah, I guess that's true, huh? Heather Haskell says, uh, "Trophy wife, I got third place." Woo! They had a they had a trophy wife contest. Oh my gosh! And she got third place. Heather, <sighs> I wonder how many uh, how many women they had up there. Yeah, if there was just three, then that's, that's a lame award. Yeah. <laughs> Todd Meandering says, uh, turtle award for the Pinewood Derby. Oh, my car! He says, my car would not finish the track, no, no matter how many times we tried. Oh. <laughs> it just gets stuck. It's so yeah. slow, it just can't make yeah. it. You get the turtle award. Uh, Jack Lucas, I was voted best wrist in junior high school, won a free lunch in our awful cafeteria. Best like he wrist. Had, That's like a he had weird a good-looking wrist. I guess. I know in junior high they do like best legs or you know whatever. He got best wrist. Wrist. I've never heard. That is I know. weird. There's like best eyes. Yeah. Best stuff like legs. That. Best body. Even do they do that anymore? I, I feel don't like that's think al- so. almost politically incorrect. Yeah, though. I haven't heard of it. Back in my day, we did that. Who's oh the, yeah. Who's the hottest? Who has the best body? Yes. Which is hilarious because they're junior high school students. Everyone just looks like bean poles. <laughs> who's got the biggest bosom? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> wow. Uh, last one. These are the lamest awards. Carl Lemke says once in high school got an award uh, made from a canning jar lid for drinking a 12 ounce root beer in 2.75 seconds. Whoa. I was the fastest one at school. That is very impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. Nice. Can you keep a secret? Rick and Carly in the morning. Uh, Nikki had a. Uh, a little situation when she was a kid. She now was this an emergency or it was a prank or, or what? What did you do exactly, Nikki? No, it, it was a prank. So, okay. um, yeah, this is something I did twenty years ago, and I feel like now I just kind of have to come clean. Yeah. Um, basically, so um, when I was younger, there was a night that I was staying at my uncle George's house, and. We were just goofing around with my cousins, and they decided to call 911 and say that the house was on fire. Oh. And then, so what happened was we they ended up sending over three fire engines, and it was like this really big deal. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and nobody would fess up about it, and I just feel like I need to get it off my chest to my yeah. uncle that, you know, the whole thing was by idea. Oh, it was your idea. But your cousins were it part was, of it, too. Yes. My cousins made the call, but it was my idea, and I was, like, there back in the... Oh, gotcha. Okay. So you feel responsible. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sometimes that stuff eats you up. 
year after year, and you're like, I just need to. And it's get not it out. that big of a thing. Nobody got hurt. Nothing like that. And right? Time has passed. I think he'll be okay. But still. Yeah, but you know it's expensive and. True. Okay. True. Hello. Hi, is this George? Hi, yeah, speaking. Who's this? Uh, George, it's Rick and Carly. We we do a morning show on the radio. Hello, George, you're on the air. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So uh, the reason we're calling you, George, your, your niece Nikki actually contacted us, and uh, there's something oh. clear back in the day when she was a kid that happened that she wants to talk to you about. Oh. Okay, I'm, I'm all ears. Hi, Uncle George. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just felt really guilty about something I did at your house when I was a kid, and I wanted to talk to you about it and kind of just clear my conscience. Sure, sure. What's up? Yeah, so, um, well, when I was 12 and I was staying at your house with the cousins, and, you know, we were all bored, so... Um, it was my idea to call 911 and tell them that there was a fire. Nikki. Oh uh. Nikki. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. You remember that, George? I, I do. It was a, a huge deal. Yeah. I, I, That's something you, you don't know mess with. I had with. to pay a $1,000 fine just for having the fire department come out for a joke. Really? No, I... I yeah. heard you had to pay some money, but I didn't know it was that much. I feel really bad. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I always kind of wondered whose fault that was. Uh, so none of the kids would fess up. Obviously. Yeah. No, I... I, I you know, I, listen, I know you guys were kids, but it was just really not cool. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, she feels I'm, uh, obviously... I feel like asking you to pay me back. Yeah. <laughs> Thousand dollars is a lot of money. Well, she was a kid, though, George. I mean, and she feels really bad about the whole thing, which is why. But she, still, she's obviously Nikki. This is a. This has kind of been in the back of your mind for a long time, right? Yeah, I mean, I I could pay you back. I guess, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're not yeah. the type of person to do this. It was just a dumb thing. Yeah, but you know. So I, she said she's willing to pay you back, George, if that's what you want. It feels really awkward uh, right now. <laughs> now, yeah, now, now I feel awkward about it. Okay. Yeah, you, you guys were kids. I, honestly, really brave of you to uh, to be honest about that, I, and I, I appreciate it. You know, you were you were young. It was a long time ago. Just, I, I appreciate you finally being honest. I think George, all you got to do is uh, get her back. Just do it yourself sometime oh, when she's not expecting it, okay? Don't do that. <laughs> there you go. No, okay. no, no. Come up with something different. She probably deserves something, but don't do that. <laughs> An interesting experience at the gym yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I was in the free weight room doing bicep curls in the mirror, <laughs> one at a time, you know, right, left, Go right, check left. yourself out, yeah. Yeah, make sure my form is good, whatever. Looking good. All of a sudden, I notice this guy come up behind me and then like slightly off to my right. And he starts doing bicep curls as well. Okay. I'm like, okay, whatever. And he he starts doing them faster than me with more oomph. It's like a contest. I kind of seemed that way. Kind of like last week when I was doing the swimming against that old lady. Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. 
but he was throwing me off because he wasn't staying in the same rhythm as me. You know, he was mm-hmm. like throwing off my groove, and I'm like, oh. well, why are you watching him? Because I should be focused on yourself. He was distracting me. Okay, but I was like, whatever. So I go and grab one of the longer barbells because that's next in my routine. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon I see him go get a, a longer barbell as well. He starts copying me once again. I'm like, what are we doing here? You wow. know, like, and I'm and I'm like, is this happening? Is I this? I think the he's thing? hitting on you. This is his way of. Uh... I don't know. I, I just, I've seen guys do stuff like well, that. Well, I'm not going to lie. That did cross my mind because yeah. I'm like, what is the motive here? You know? He's I'd- like, you can do it. Check me out. I'm doing the same thing and I'm doing it better. Maybe he'll even come up and go, like, hey, uh, your form, you need to straighten your back a little See, bit. Guys do that at the gym. And that's another thing I thought. I thought maybe he's trying to set an example for me. Like, okay, I see what you're trying to do, but you're not doing it mm-hmm. right. So watch me. I'm <laughs> going to do it right. Okay. Anyway, I thought I'm going to put this really to the test and do something else. Something maybe even a little... Did you do like cartwheels or something? No. I just decided to do body weight squats because that... Mm. I mostly see women doing body weight squats. If he did that after you started that, he's definitely... There's something there. He did. Something going... He did? He started doing the squats. And again... Seemed like a little bit better form, faster than me. <laughs> yes, it's a race. So at this point, it's awkward. And I'm like, I got to say something, even though I'm not the type of person to approach others. Why would you say something? Because just I felt away. like he was stalking me. Okay. It just felt invasive. You can't accuse him, though. He hasn't really done anything wrong. I wasn't going to accuse him. I was just going to introduce myself because I'm working on That's that. That's not good either. Then he thinks it's working. He's like, oh, yeah, this well, girl's interested in me. Trust me, I didn't get a chance because as soon as I opened my mouth, he goes, no, I'm laying place, and just storms off. <laughs> I'm like, what? What just happened there? What? Okay, I guess you didn't want me to talk to you. You just wanted to copy me. Well, you you approached him in a manner that he was not prepared for, Carly. Oh. His, his flirting was in his brain. He had how it was going to go, and you messed yeah. it all up for oh, him. Oh, I'm so you sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's never a shortage of drama in Hollywood. Time for Rick and Carly's Showbiz Buzz. Hollywood writers are on strike. So the Writers Guild of America voted to strike after they couldn't make a deal by Tuesday morning at midnight. And the big issue is compensation from streaming. I guess the studios have used the transition to streaming to cut writer pay and separate Mm. writing from production, uh, which has just worsened working conditions for series writers at all levels. It's different. You think about before COVID and uh, where the movie industry is now. Mm -hmm. Who goes to the movie theater? Not very often. No, not very often. Uh, the studios say they offered a generous increase in compensation, but the writers don't agree with that. Uh, it's affecting a lot of shows. Why don't they agree with that? It's just not enough? Even yeah, because... They say it's generous, and the writers are saying it's not generous enough. Exactly. Uh, it is affecting a lot of shows. The network late-night shows have all gone dark. SNL won't return until the strike is over. Wow. Yeah. So, big shows. Writers on season six of Cobra Kai have... With their pencils <laughs> what, down for now. What am I going to do without mm-hmm. my my Ralph Macchio? <laughs> I know. Uh, writing on season three of Showtime's Yellow Jackets has also been halted. But I will say all scripts for season two of Game of Thrones spinoff House of the Dragon have been turned in. Filming has already begun, so it's expected to continue. Now, at the Met Gala on Monday night, Jimmy Fallon said he would support his writers all the way in the event of a strike. 
But one of his own employees says he's not putting his money where his mouth is. No? Nope. Sarah Cobos is a senior photo research coordinator on The Tonight Show. She took to Twitter and said he wasn't even at the meeting this morning to tell us we won't be getting paid after this week. She said, Jimmy Fallon, please support your staff. Had fun bowling with you last week, but a fun party won't pay my rent. <laughs> well, maybe he was busy. He had stuff going on. He's got a life. Seth Meyers has told his staff that he tried to take care of them financially after NBC stops paying, and Jay Leno. Wait, so all these people, they want the big stars to just, just pay their salaries while kind of. they're on strike. Yeah. I don't get that. I agree. I don't think they should have to do like that. Like, if you and I strike here at the radio station, mm-hmm. we can't call up our program director and say, hey, James, yeah, can you just pay our salaries while we sit out here on the front lawn? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really work that way, right? I, know. I don't think but so. But I think they're just looking at him and they think, oh, you've got millions upon millions of dollars. You can yeah. take care of us. Yeah. Jay Leno showed up at a picket line at Disney to hand out donuts, but no cash. That's cool. That is I cool. I think that's fine. He's showing his support. He, he, right. Exactly. I got some sad news coming out of Hollywood. Kevin Costner's wife of 18 years, designer Christine Baumgartner, has filed for divorce. Wow. Yep. No word on what led to the split. She's just claiming irreconcilable differences. He's been difficult on the set of Yellowstone, I don't right? know if it's him that's difficult, actually. There's all sorts of stuff being said and thrown yeah. out there. And you have to start thinking. You know what this reminds me of is remember when all the stuff with Tom Brady mm-hmm. and the NFL yep. was going on. It and then all of a sudden, you realize he's going through a lot of personal stuff. True. So Kevin Costner, obviously, is going through that stuff, too. Yeah. Now, that's a good comparison. She's uh, not asking for spousal support, but there's a prenup, so she's obviously getting something. This was Kevin's second marriage. He and Christine share three children together, ages 12, 14, and 15. They're both asking for joint custody, and uh, we wish them the very best, of course. If you've been to the grocery store lately, you know mm, it's very, very expensive. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's so bad. I came across some cheap meal ideas. These are, are newbies. Uh, on BuzzFeed, people say they may sound gross, but they're really good. <laughs> Is this going to be like the, um, what's the treat, the macaroni and cheese candy they're selling right now in the no, gas station? No, that stuff's it's... expensive. This oh. is cheap stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, option number one, can of condensed tomato soup. I know you love tomato soup. I hate tomato soup. And then you mix it with a can of condensed cheese soup over your choice of pasta noodles. Uh, it's called army food, but really good. That's what this person That says. actually sounds better to me than just straight up tomato soup. Hmm. You got some pasta, you got a little cheese. and That's okay. I'd try that, yeah. Pizza bread. This What's person that? says it's the absolute best. It's white bread, ugh, spaghetti sauce, and American cheese. Mm-hmm. You pop it into the oven until the cheese is melty and the bottom of the bread is nice and toasty. It might be good. Pizza bread? Well... <laughs> No. This is all, it, it's bringing me back because when uh, most of us, when we're young, we're mm-hmm. a little bit more poor than we are yes. now. I remember the spam sandwiches oh, and the, yeah. you know, all that stuff. I remember when I first got married the first time, uh-huh. I would buy cheese and bread at the grocery store, you know, staples. Yeah. And I'd be like, I don't understand where all of the cheese is going and all of the bread. Like, I'm not using this, not, you know, utilizing it in meals, and it's it's just disappearing. What's going on? And it turned out that my husband was making, I think he just called it cheesy bread, but it was just bread topped with cheese, and he'd put it in the microwave. <laughs> that was, doesn't sound good. And he was eating it in the middle of the night. 
Well, that's when you get the munchies, of course. Yeah, weird That's stuff. when you hide it from your uh, your wife right. or, your, or the I kids. I don't know or... how I'm gaining all this weight. I'm just waking <laughs> up in the middle of the night and yeah. eating cheesy bread. You got loaves of bread in yeah, your stomach. Right. Uh, here's <laughs> another cheap meal idea. A fried bologna sandwich served Chicago style. Ooh, what's that? So it's just fried bologna on bread with all of the classic toppings of a Chicago dog. So pickle, relish, tomato, and mustard. Yeah, that could be good. Could be know. good. Bologna and the white bread just is. Not I, m- the same. I might even toast the bread a little bit. Ooh, fancy. You know? Yeah. Yeah, get fancy with it. Uh, this person says, My mom made chicken and dumplings in a very specific way when we went camping. It was just a couple cans of Campbell's cream of chicken soup and a tube of refrigerator biscuits laid on top of it. Oh, that's not bad. You think that might be good? I think that'd be good. I feel like I, 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 I we're onto something with all this stuff. I would try that one. Yeah. Uh, last cheap meal idea. Uh-huh. This person says, is my comfort food since I was a kid, it's just plain steamed rice topped with canned tuna, mayo, and a squeeze of lime juice. Nowadays, I tend to add fun veggie sides to it. Oh, I don't know. That's a lot going on there. He says, I roll bites into seaweed snacks. It's almost like faux sushi. I can't eat that. No, no. We're going to pass on that one. Definitely not. You never get rice right anyway. So just I did uh, last night. Weren't you so proud of me? It was so good. Yeah. That was okay. <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. Yes, sweetheart. Yes. Yeah, you probably shouldn't answer that. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. Kimberly says her husband, Henry, is a foodie. He loves food. So. Oh, me too. Me I'm too. I'm with you, Henry. Yep. I'm with you. <laughs> she says he's the type of guy that literally savors every moment of eating every bite he enjoys it <laughs> oh, no. she says it's kind of embarrassing when they go out to restaurants and yeah. in public and she wants us to teach him a lesson with uh, rick and carly's laugh line so is he the type that'll he, he like kind of mm, yes mm. Mm, so good wow oh i just love the way that tastes all right let's yeah. give henry a call hello uh, yes, hello, Henry. Yes? Hey, yes, my name's Rick. I am calling from the Food and Drug Defensive Organization. We've, we've had a few complaints that we'd like to discuss with you. Uh, I don't really know what this... What's going on? Yeah, we've received reports that the way you're eating in public is a bit provocative it's kind of indecent it's borderline abusive to the food that you're eating what are you i what is going on henry let, let's say you have a, a delicious tasting steak in front of you is it true that you'll stare at the meat first and then eventually you cut a piece and then slowly as it enters your mouth, sometimes your tongue may come out seductively licking the steak before finally putting it all the way in your mouth. This is ridiculous. Who did you say you were again? We're the, uh, the Food and Drug Defensive Organization. Do you understand that we've received more than a dozen complaints about your abusive eating habits? From who? Well, actually, they're all from... Just one person, your wife, Kimberly, you're on Rick and Carly's Laugh Line! (laughs) 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 
her. She oh, told us geez. that you were a foodie, Henry. So <laughs> she says you're abusing your food. <laughs> <laughs> I do think you, you're just appreciating. Uh, it. Do you, Henry? Do you be serious? Do you really want to make out with your food sometimes? Oh, <laughs> come on! Oh. Rick and Carly's laugh line. There's an art piece at a museum in South Korea that you probably remember. It's a banana duct tape to a wall, and that's no. it. You don't uh, remember that? No. So uh, it's been created multiple times because the artist has to get a new banana. Because uh, it rots away. Yeah. One sold for $120,000 in 2019. The banana? They sell the banana art. The banana art, not just the banana. hundred grand. Hundred and twenty. And then what happens when the banana rots? They I don't know. They have stick to deal a new with one it. in there? I guess so. Uh, last week, an art student walked up to the banana, removed it, and ate it. <laughs> That's a $120,000 banana, man. Yeah, and then he taped the peel back onto the wall. The museum says they confronted the student who told them he ate the banana because he was hungry. (laughs) Did he not realize what he was doing? I think he did. I think he did. Uh, The museum replaced the peel with a fresh banana. They notified the artist who didn't have any reaction to it because he says that's happened before. (laughs) This is a common thing. It's okay. Mm -hmm. The artwork is called Comedian, and uh, the artist is known for satirical pieces the museum replaces the banana every few days anyway, so okay. they're like, well, guess it's a free snack for you, kid. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Rick and Carly's $1,000 Minute. 10 questions, 60 seconds, $1,000. Hi, I was calling about the game today. Yeah. You feel confident that you could take our money from us? Um, I don't know. I'll try. Okay. You should be confident. We can do this. Yeah. Are you going to make it easy today? Yeah, well, that's what Carly said. Yeah, um, we're trying. You better back that statement up, Carly. Uh, I know. Uh, but I didn't get to watch Biz Buzz this morning. I listened to it this morning. Oh, you didn't listen to show Biz Buzz this morning? You missed that? I didn't. No. Okay. I was well, making kids' lunches. <laughs> no, you can still do it. I mean, it's it just, uh, you know, you just got to get the answers. <laughs> ten, 10 easy questions, 60 seconds. If you answer them all correctly, you win $1,000. Uh, who is this? Kelly Adams from Boise. All right, Kelly. If you uh, get stumped on a question, just say pass. We'll come back to that, okay? Okay. Sounds good. All right. Kelly, your clock starts now. Name an insect that stings. A bee. What is measured using the Richter scale? Earthquake. Name an A-list actor that just announced he's getting divorced. He's from Yellowstone. Um, Kevin Costner. 83646 is a zip code that belongs to what Treasure Valley City? Uh, Meridian. What's 9 plus 19 plus 3? Uh, pass. This charitable event going on now benefits Treasure Valley nonprofits. Funzi? What is the capital of Michigan? Lansing. The fear of fire is known as what? Uh, pyrophobia. What type of job? That's a minute right really? there. Oh, she did a great job. She only got did. one wrong. Dang it. Well, you skipped it. You the skipped math the math. one always gets me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the so math she... one, that, that did you wasted too much time on the mm-hmm. math one. Yeah. And then the nonprofit was Idaho Gives. I'm not sure what you said. Yeah. I said clumsy, but I thought of it after I said it. Oh. That's all mm-hmm. right. Hey, 
Yeah, I thought you were going to do it for a second there. <sighs> I know. I'll try again. <laughs> okay, you have a good day. You too. Thank you. What is the number one lie that a man will tell a woman? So, Carly, from mm-hmm. a woman's standpoint, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'll give you three guesses. Think about it. There's a lot of lies men there tell women. There are a lot of lies. <laughs> Uh, where he's been. Where he's been. Yeah, like you do this all the time. This is what Rick does. I'm going to go run some errands. And mm-hmm. I know he doesn't have any errands to run. I do too. I run errands all the time. What are you talking about? They're always discreet. You're though, talking like, about one. There was one day where I said I was going to. one day. Yes. No. There was one day I said I'm going to go run some errands. What did I, I don't even remember what I did. You went and played poker with the guys. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's not an errand. <laughs> that, for me, that was an errand. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was taking care of things on my, on right. my bucket list there. Uh, that's not it. Okay, that's not it. Uh <laughs> What you've eaten during the day, like if you're supposed to be dieting and then you're actually horsing down treats. No, do I lie about that? I don't think I lie about that. You are the candy hound. You always have secret stashes of candy. But I don't candy. lie about it. Like if you asked me, yeah. I would tell you the truth. I may not uh, divulge that information or come forth with that. I think sometimes you inadvertently, like you don't mean to lie. What? But you kind of lie to yourself, so you'll say things like, Like, hey. I eat the candy, and then I forget I ate the candy? Yes. Oh, come on. Yes, Rick. You'll be That's like, stupid. I haven't eaten anything all day. Well, actually, I did have that burrito <laughs> earlier. It's not that. It's. I'll give you a clue. I feel like we're looking for the number one lie that men tell women. I feel like this for sure is the number one lie women tell men. Okay. Okay. So you can flip it around. All right. It's what you bought at the store and how much it was. <laughs> no. Guys don't care about that stuff. They're not going to well, lie Well, when about you said that. the number one thing women do, no. too. The number one lie that a man tells a woman is, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. Guys do that? We do. We do. It's not quite like you guys put some drama behind it. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of a big thing. Yeah. For us, it's more like, yeah, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. Mm. For you, well, it's now like, we're on to you. I yeah. thought everything was fine, and it's not. Yeah. No, we're lying to you. Mm. You got it? No, you're not pulling the wool <laughs> over our eyes anymore. We've got a 40 year old guy named Eric, and he went to a grocery store about 8 30 in the morning, grabbed a large seven pound Angus beef rib roast, jammed the entire thing down his pants. Oh, that's what they do, don't they? Yeah. Everybody's got to shove it down their pants. I know. He tried <laughs> to uh, waddle out of the store, but. The manager saw the entire thing go down and stopped him. So uh, Eric was arrested for theft. The rib roast was valued at $62. Wow. And unfortunately, the grocery store had to throw it out due to contamination. Just wash it off. It's fine. No, no, no. Where's this beef bin? It's been down Eric's pants. (laughs) Got some unethical life hacks for you. People oh, are these are the ones that you lose sleep over, huh? Well, I don't know if you're gonna lose sleep. They're Bad. just they're not the nicest, but you can use them if you want to. People are throwing them out online. Okay. So here's an example. You're on a plane, the person in front of you decides to recline their seat back as far as they can. Which they have that right. Absolutely. Yeah. You also have the right to open your vent, turn it on full blast, and aim it directly at their head. <laughs> They'll probably move their seat up. That is not very nice.
Yeah, that's I thought why these are unethical life hacks. I thought you were going to say like you stick your knee in the back of their chair. That's or something. also Just not nice. That's not good. <laughs> How about this one? You find a two-for-one deal at a restaurant. Uh, Offer to take orders around the office. I'll I'll oh, go pick up lunch. I got you covered. Yeah, and then charge your coworkers full price and pocket the rest. <laughs> I mean, you're the one going and getting the food. So, God, but if they find out that you did that, <laughs> how bad does that make you look? Mm, it doesn't look good. Uh, this one's really bad. I think very unethical. You're getting ready to propose. You decide mm. to buy a cheap old ring at a pawn shop, mm. and then you sell to your woman. This was your grandmother's. And oh, it was an heirloom. No, you can't do that. Yeah, that's I bad. thought originally I thought you were gonna say you just sell it off like it's the real deal, like it's an that's expensive bad too. ring. No, but the grandma thing, that's next level bad. It is next level bad. This yeah. is a family heirloom uh, from my grandmother? Yeah. Come on. Don't stoop to that level. That's not a good one. We'll toss it out. I do like this last unethical life hack though. No harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. You have a baby. You smell the baby's diaper while you're there with your spouse Ooh, in the room. Okay. And you're like, oh, mm. that sounds like, smells like someone's got a, a dirty diaper here. I better go change you. Mm-hmm. You take the kid into the other room, pretend to change them. And then when they actually do need a diaper change, you're like, oh, it's your turn. <laughs> That's a good one. That is genius. It is. That is genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the things we learn on this show. Oh. <laughs>